And so I'm really just excited to uh, talk to him about these different things and kind of his opinion on where where everything's going and what we can do to to be better every day. Johnny, thanks for having us. I hear you have a disclaimer you're required to talk to us about. Yeah, hello, hello, everybody. Yeah, and I do have a disclaimer. I just want to say that uh, since I'm in the Air Force active duty, I just have to give a quick disclaimer about anything that I say, my opinions on this this podcast are mine and mine alone and not the Air Force's in any way, shape, or form. So that's it. Cool, cool. Well, I want to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker, something I know Johnny Boy is very into and that I also enjoy are EDCs, oh, yeah. everyday carry. So me and Johnny Boy actually at one time... It's kind of my fault, honestly. I just didn't follow through with this, which is consistent with my my personality. <sighs> but I, we wanted to start a little YouTube channel. We may do it in the future, but of EDCs and knives and different things like that. So I want to know, Johnny Boy, what is on you right now? Okay. This is on the spot. He didn't know this was going to happen. I, I did not know this was going to happen. I got the ProTech. Oh, shoot. A, a tactical... It's a, I, I forget the name of it, but this was a birthday gift from... My lovely wife Kimmy, and uh, she got it for my birthday a while back. And yeah, I, lo- I love this knife. That's awesome. Is that gold blade? That's a rose gold blade. Yes, wow. sir. Yeah, I well, love that's it. That's nice. Yeah, ProTech. It's it's really nice, really nice quality. You you can't complain. That's good. Awesome. All. Love that. I don't have any ProTechs, yeah. but I do want to get one in yeah. the future. So that's yeah. the one to get, though. Yeah, get. I like I like this uh, model from Protect, but the one I want that I'm eyeing from from Protect right now is the uh, the Godson. Godson, what's the, better about it? Uh, it's it's just a little bit bigger. Oh. It's a little bit bigger. It's a dagger blade, hmm. like more for like probably like self defense. I or, or stuff like that. I remember when I bought a Microtech little switchblade thing. Oh, what yeah. are those called? Those Microtech, blades? yeah, OTF out the front. O- yeah, OTFs. Yeah. You always wanted to get that Spartan blade one. Have you ever been oh. able to find a sale on those? No, no, those are never on sale. The the Microtech never on sale. Okay, but yeah, they, they do have some on Blade HQ right now really? for the, for a Spartan blade, but they're expensive as frick. I know they're like three hundred plus. Awesome. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? What other? What are the things oh, you got on you? What do you keep on I, you? I did have my my little Olight in the car, but I, I took it out for. <clears> he he for didn't need spot. to be tactical here. I did the, for I, the podcast. I did get this not too long ago. The little moft wallets that stick to the back of the. Oh, nice. Little, little card carrier can't carry cash, but and then also a little kickstand. Can move it. Awesome. For Sweet. Your phone. Oh, that's cool. I like how it sits up like that. Okay. Well, enough with the EDC. Uh, what I wanted to kind of get from you is what, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of ultimately what got you to, to this point now. Yeah. So we can go, we can go way back. Turns out how long you want. Mm-hmm. Cause me and JC, we go way back. As long back as you want to go. We, we go way back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest boy of, I think it's 19, 19 cousins now, 19, maybe in 20, yeah. 19 cousins. Um, me and JC, the oldest two, two boys. And yeah, we've been growing up together ever since we got our first jobs together. We, we, we played basketball together. We, we did basketball training together, all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So, I mean, what led up to this point was, I think me and you both kind of talked about the military for, for a long time. Like ever since we were teenagers, Mm -hmm. you were always 
<laughs> you're always talking about like like you know special forces and whatnot that definitely wasn't me but there's always you know the the, the military the especially the u.s military it's very broad it's very um you know you 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 can do pretty much a lot of different things in the military you can mm-hmm. like you like i'm right now i'm a desk jockey I, I, you know i'm 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 yeah. I'm, pan, I'm in a cubic cube farm and chair force there you yeah. go air force chair force yeah, yeah so there, and then then you know there's obviously the 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 combat orientated military but there's a, there's a broad different uh every, there's there's all kinds of different uh avenues for you to take in the military mm-hmm. for sure and I've, I've always you know thought about going into the military because you know my dad always encouraged it my extended family always encouraged it not just on 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 our side too like you know mm-hmm. your dad everyone but also um on my dad's side too as well because i don't have anyone directly related to me that was in the in, in the military but you know actually grandpa our grandpa grandpa yeah, yeah grandpa Grandpa Jam, he probably, I probably would have loved to talk to him about, mm-hmm. you know, my military experience versus his and whatnot, and the yeah. generational, like, like his military experience versus my military experience. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, like, like you know already that he he mm-hmm. was uh, brain injured and whatnot. So that that conversation never never got to take place. Yeah. But. but you did get your first salute with him, right? I did. That that yeah. was that was that was fun. Yeah, we and got. Uh, our coins, you know, and, and we still have to get those uh, 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 engraved engraved with with the specific uh, reasoning behind those. But yeah, mm-hmm. we got got the coins and got the first loot from them. Awesome. What uh, what kind of pushed you towards or uh, inspired you to be in the th- this area of the Air Force? I think a lot of times people, when they're thinking about the Air Force or they're thinking about military in general, they Sometimes people have the opinion that, oh, I'm going to go in the Air Force and I'm not going to learn anything that has anything to do with what I, I'm going to do after I'm out of the Air Force. Because honestly, for most people, they don't go into the military because that's what they want to do for the next 30 to 40 years. Mm-hmm. They do it because they want to serve their country for four years and then move on. So what, uh, mm-hmm. what was the thought process? Because I know you're, you're not a dummy and you don't just do things out of just just to do them mm-hmm. what uh what kind of training or what's the reality of like realistic uh real job things that you can get outside of the military and kind of what you're doing now with that oh man there there's a there's a ton and not only the experience in the air force uh not only will the experience in the in 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 the air force bring you uh opportunity after in in uh in you know for for jobs and and for for career opportunities and and such but also in the air force while you're in the air force there's a lot of you know people talk about you know military benefits whatnot but one of the biggest ones for the air force is actually um educational opportunities Mm -hmm. because the they they really press that really really hard you know and enlisted and officer ranks both you know the opportunity for you to get a degree while you're working and they really try to accommodate that all the way through, you know, all the way through the ranks from, from E1 to, to, Oh, whatever, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it's, it's really, it's really encouraged. So, um, so along with your military experience, which brings you a lot of a credibility out outside after you get out, if you're going to, if you're, you're foreign, foreign done, like, 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 
probably I'm going to be, <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah, it just, it, it not only brings you, um, a credibility with, with getting education and whatnot, but also your military experience at the same time when you're out, this is what they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they tell me. I'm not, I'm not out yet. So, but basically, uh, people actually are, are looking for veterans mm -hmm. in, in, in the workforce because they know that you are able to, you know, be disciplined, show up on time, you know, get your stuff done, work hard, mm -hmm. uh, 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 go get it, go get her attitude, uh, so to speak, you know? Um, but you know, that, that, that could be subjective in, in some areas, you know what I mean? Depending on your, the, where you are, you know, what, what type of, um, uh, stigma the military has in mm -hmm. your area or whatnot, it, it, that, that could, you know, prove, uh, not true. Yeah. Uh, but, but well, from what I can tell people are, 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 are mostly, you know, uh, veteran uh pro pro veteran mm -hmm. uh i can give you an example um when i'm was looking for a place to rent out for my uh to rent out a house mm -hmm. the it was it was the market was crazy it was it was like a, like like you know a little over like six months ago when i was mm -hmm. looking for it and the market was just insane you know what i mean and and because of covid and whatnot mm -hmm. but basically what happened was we were looking, we were looking, and then finally a house that we, me, me and my wife were, were interested in, uh, first thing we said, you know, that this is what they tell us to do. First thing you say is, you know, you're, you're in the Air Force or you're, you're in the military, and, and all of a sudden, like, like all the other, because we were competing against a good, like, 20 different people wow. that, that, were, mm -hmm. that were going for the house. So we were just communicative with the... Um, uh, what do you call him? Property management company that okay. that this guy had hired for to to take care of his his rental property, and basically, um, because I said I was in the Air Force, that uh, all of a sudden you know he thinks I'm dependable and that you know I'm I'm gonna pay on time and whatnot because I mm -hmm. I do I do get a BAH every month yeah. like uh, that BAH stands for Basic Allowance for Housing, mm -hmm. and that's you know that's coming in every month so basically uh yeah that that's my experience with 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 uh going in into like the the civilian side of things well, translating into the military from military to civilian world mm -hmm. awesome what i guess uh to that with like getting good jobs and different mm -hmm. things like that one thing i didn't really realize is i mean the military is it's kind of own little world its own little community yeah or you mm -hmm. need the basic jobs like your job for example it's contracting mm -hmm. which is you know what i mean just building and figuring that out mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. uh was your experience and why did you choose that job in the military why did you lean towards doing that yeah so so funny thing is is as if when you because my route through for commissioning was rotc now this could be different for a cadet that's going to the uh, big uh, universities like um, Air Force University or, mm -hmm. or or West Point or something like that. I do think that that if you're doing doing like you going to Navy, the 
Naval Academy. Naval Academy. You're into Air Force Academy. Yeah. If you're going to uh, West Point, you do get to choose your your specific uh, career detail. That's what mm -hmm. you call your your your, your job uh, description. Um, career detail in uh, the military service that you're gonna you're gonna serve in after your degree. Mm -hmm. but in ROTC you do not you get this thing called a dream list okay. and then you put that together and you know you, you mark it down like one two three four five this is my you know this is the one that I want to go to uh, this is what, what I want to do in the Air Force the most and then then you got to you have to put okay this is what I would like to do second most this is what i like to like to do third most mm -hmm. this is what i like to do for, all the way down and then you put the degree to which um your your interest in that kind of field is mm -hmm. and if i remember correctly contracting was not at the top of my list really it was i think it was second i, I yeah. it was it was second it was, it was up there um and i and i think i think the reason why the air force uh chose me to do uh contracting which is 64 p x whatever 64 p is is the the nominal like like code for, uh, for the Greek career detail in the Air Force, but basically, I think I got chosen to do that because of my degree path that I chose uh, to get uh, mm -hmm. my bachelor's in, which was business administration. And um, I think the first on my list was actually like personnel. Like, okay, I think I think it it was like. It was like that. So, what's personnel? Per mean? Personnel is, is like um, handling people. Uh, your 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 customer service for the Air Force, all things Air Force. So, like um, mm. getting your cat cards. I think you get. Honestly, I didn't go into it, so mm. I, I couldn't tell you much mm -hmm. about it. But uh, the little blurb that you get um, for a description as a cadet, it, it sounded interesting to, me, interesting to me because you're dealing with people and it's customer service orientated. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but funnily enough, contracting has a heavy personal side to it. Yeah. Personal side to it as well. Cause you're actually serving customers as well. They're just, your customers are instead of individual people, they are. So it's like, this is a good example. It, Personnel would probably be B to C, mm -hmm. business to, to consumer mm -hmm. or customer, and contracting is more B to B. B to B, yeah. Yeah, business to business. But you still have customers, you st and it's still, you know, customer service oriented mm -hmm. and providing a good service and, and whatnot. Yeah. Awesome. What, uh, you mentioned ROTC. What was your experience in ROTC? My experience in ROTC was, it was good. I, I liked ROTC. Um, not for everybody. Um my class happened to be one of the smallest ever at, at UNM. Um, we did not have that many uh, graduate, you know, commissioning officers outside of, at my detachment. My, my detachment was uh, Debt 510. <laughs> Go Warhawks. Um, but basically, yeah, uh, I, had a, I had a great experience at Debt 510. Um, we had a, we had a we had a small tight knit uh you know uh camaraderie like we, mm -hmm. it, it was fun um um i probably should keep in contact with all those people but i i, I don't you know the time time flies by and whatnot uh but but yeah it, it was fun um cadet lane cadet fasting uh cadet mcbrayer mm -hmm. cadet mcbrayer man that he was 
yeah i bringing back memories man yeah, yeah that, was, that was a fun time um yeah anything specific you want to know about rtc or just good stories what do you uh what was like i know you went to so your basic training mm-hmm. i know you had to go to alabama to do like boot camp oh, basically right. tell so us field about training. that yeah okay so when you're in rotc uh and you're in a 40-year degree program uh most of the time mm-hmm. and so your freshman and your sophomore year you're what's called a general you're called a gmc general military cadet gmc and then the next two years you're called a POC, which is called a professional officer cadet. Mm-hmm. And in between that, to jump from GMC to POC, you have to go to what's called field training. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a little makeshift um, boot camp mm-hmm. for cadets. Um, and, and yeah, that, that was an experience and a half, man. I always, I always tell people, my experience of field training, it was the most fun. I never want to have again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I heard that from one of uh, my cadet buddies. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly how I feel about it. I'm going to steal that. I'm, mm. I'm going to, that, 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 that's, that's what I, that's exactly what, that's exactly it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, field training, it was, it, it teaches you a lot about yourself. Like what kind of, you know, it, it teaches you your, your blind spots because you are always being evaluated. Mm-hmm. Always. Always, because there's there's um, cadre. They're always evaluating you, and then there's oh, I forget what they're called, but um, so like POCs that had went through field training already, they come back and help out the cadre with you know GMC cadets that are going to field training to mm-hmm. become POC. POCs that do really really well at field training actually get a invitation to come back, mm-hmm. and they become like drill instructors kind okay. of, and I, I forget what they're called, uh, cadre assistant. I, I don't know. I, uh, but basically, yeah, they, 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 you're constantly being evaluated by in one, in one way, shape, or form, academically, uh, on your leadership skills. And that, that's, the thing, that's the one thing that sets apart um, boot camp for enlisted from, from, from cadets going through field training is the leadership aspect because – from, from what people tell me, like that have done both boot camp and field training, mm-hmm. is that field training is is harder in some ways and easier because field training is way way shorter. Yeah, way shorter, way way shorter than than boot camp is. I think boot camp's in the in the in the months, and then my my field training was like sixteen days. Oh, two weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was it was nothing, and you can do mm-hmm. anything. For, for two weeks yeah you can do anything for two weeks but basically yeah field training is tougher in a sense because they're evaluating your leadership skills leadership skills constantly and they literally have tests mm-hmm. put in into the, the curriculum to make sure that you're able to uh lead in stressful environments and you know i mean it it, it was fun for me because you, you and I actually got in trouble for this all the time because we're in a military environment. You're supposed to have bearing. It's called you know bearing. You can't can't be smiling all the time. Yeah. And you probably know that Johnny was always that's smiling. like my yeah. that's like my my resting face yeah. is a yeah. smile. <laughs> so, yeah, Johnny doesn't have RBF. He has RSF, yeah. resting <laughs> smiling face. Yeah. yeah. So so basically, I got 
I mean, we're, we're like playing paintball and mm-hmm. we're doing like paintball wars and we're doing off-school courses and we're doing like mind fun games. stuff. Yeah, it's super fun. And, and and you know, you you would you would love all that stuff that we mm-hmm. did over there. And basically, I got in trouble all the time. They're like, <laughs> bearing, fix your bearing. And, was, it, 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 and then also when they're when they're getting you're getting in trouble mm-hmm. when you're getting in trouble all the time i was just crack a smile and that yeah. that's that's just that's that the sends them thing. over yeah. the top when you when you're smiling and while you're getting in trouble that sends them over so, the top so one tip for them is just don't smile don't don't smile, smile. Definitely, keep bearing. definitely don't smile yeah. then you'll, you'll stay out of 80 no, percent yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> what uh let's see let's kind of move towards a little bit more i guess a touchy subject so when you graduated, which was 2020, right, mm-hmm. from college. 2000, get, I think it was 2020, yeah. Well, yeah, tw- yeah 20 2020, yeah. yeah. We, that's prime COVID time. So, mm-hmm. obviously, you're, uh, whenever you got commissioned and all that stuff, that was mm-hmm. way different. I know we, like, watched it on the TV mm-hmm. whenever you're doing that. Normally, you could have people there and all that stuff. How do you, how did COVID kind of impact your ROTC college experience was it a lot different than other people or from who you've talked to was it a lot different or how, how do you think that ended up yeah so luckily like I only had weeks left before I graduated college and then commissioned because in ROTC you graduate you commission and I, I always tell people like the biggest like milestones in my life happen all at the same time I, I graduated college I commissioned into the air force mm-hmm. and then i got married yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all like boom 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 same year yeah but luckily my experience what wasn't too tainted i i would say because only had a few weeks left uh, until i graduated with my degree and commission um but but yeah i mean i mean i think i think covid uh changed a lot of things because the the GMCs that were coming up as as I was a POC, from from what I can tell from conversations I've had I've had with them, is that you know the training environment's different, um, field training is even different because it, it extend not necessarily your time you know doing field training extends, mm-hmm. but you got to go there a week earlier. You got to you know be isolated and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And even even common things in the Air Force too got changed, like like protocols and procedures, but. But yeah, luckily, you know, obviously I would have loved to have, have everyone, you know, at my commissioning ceremony. Mm-hmm. I would have loved, but we, we had a little, little, a little celebration. thing after, yeah. We had a little thing outside, yeah, yeah at the park. That, mm-hmm. that was, that was great. Spaced, six feet apart. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I, uh, I'm always curious and, you know, I have my opinions on how COVID was handled and everything mm-hmm. like that. I think you were able to get a lot more of a kind of close to the the heartbeat of it because you work for the government mm-hmm. and we're able actually to be really affected by these things. And for mm-hmm. me, I mean, it's really just, my life didn't change that much. I'd wear masks sometimes yeah. and gas prices are high now, but I think that was just going to happen mm-hmm. with, with the, the way everything's going now. So mm-hmm. what, uh, what, what specifically was a, a huge challenge or, uh, kind of insight on things like that to what you're able to talk about that's a good question um well 
specifically the, the, the biggest challenge that I've been, I've been going through is this um, vaccination mandate because my parents and you know we, we, we grew up in, in, in similar environments, similar environments which where my parents I think I think your parents too decided at a young age when I was a young age when you guys were in age we weren't just we weren't going to be vaccinated mm-hmm. we weren't and and that was just across the board flu shot whatever everything everything we weren't mm-hmm. we weren't going to be vaccinated um I get into the military and for the first time there's this there's this you know, it's called my IMR ASIMS and it's it's like you know your your medical readiness standards mm-hmm. uh and and you go on there and there's like uh, it says when you're due for a dental appointment, when you're due for a physical checkup, all yeah. that stuff. And then there's this, there's this section on there and it's, it's like standalone. It's, it's vaccinations. Mm-hmm. And you call me naive, call me stupid, call me whatever, whatever. But I did not know being in the military and being vaccinated was such a big deal to be in the military. Mm-hmm. Not one time was I told when I was getting my Dobmer, which is like a medical examination mm-hmm. you get as a cadet, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 before you can move on into the Air Force, you had you gotta go, you gotta pass. I think I, I think it went to two or three, mm-hmm. two or three different medical examinations as a cadet, uh, so they could pass me. Mm-hmm. To go, yeah, you're healthy, you're good, you don't have any, you know, you don't have like flat feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Is it? Is this still on? Yeah, yeah. So basically, Dogmer, all that stuff. Not one time did they say, hey, are you up to date on your vaccines? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing like that. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking to my commander. I'm talking to, to, to my supervisor, all that stuff. Now that I'm in, and it's just like, it's, it boggles my mind. Like, it, it was a huge oversight. Yes, you know, I, and I can, I, I, don't, I don't play the blame game. Mm-hmm. You know, th- like that's why I said, you know, call me stupid, call me ignorant. Yeah. I just did not know. And then, but that, that's a huge, that's a huge thing. Like, like, how did I get into the Air Force without being up to date on my vaccinations? Mm-hmm. Like that, that should have been talked about, I, I would say. Yeah. In one way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, I went to field training. And, and here's the thing. Field training was such a short time that they don't have time to do that kind of stuff. In boot camp, you go, you go when you're when you're gonna enlist. You go to mm-hmm. boot camp. They they vaccinate you on the spot, like yeah. like like they do. It's called the cocktail. And like I, they they, they that, unless they tell this story all the time. You get boom, you get the all the jabs all at the, the mm-hmm. same time you're in your leg and it gets like all high and you like yeah you know, whatever. But. But that's how I know, like that. That's a that's a big difference between you know commissioning through ROTC versus maybe an academy even, maybe and and, and especially you know boot camp is like is like that, and, and I just somehow slipped through the cracks. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't talked about, and that's from what I know been a big challenge mm-hmm. between this time with working from home with mm-hmm. having to kind of be isolated a little bit what's the work environment now or i guess kind of an update on that because last i've mm-hmm. last time we've talked about it it's been you're working from home and you're not really allowed to come into the come into yeah. the office or go, go on base yeah what uh what's kind of changed from that and, and anything because you know i keep up with the news a little bit and it 
mm-hmm. kind of became a situation where so many people were refusing the vaccination because they have the freedom and the right to do that as an American. You don't have to do anything. You shouldn't have to do anything like that. Yeah, it's funny and, because I, I, I make this trope all the time. Is like, you know, my body, my choice. Yeah. My body, my, where, where the, what the heck happened to my body, my choice? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand how it's not obvious that, you know, bodily autonomy is directly under attack mm-hmm. in, you know, the U.S. And, and many other countries, many other countries are experiencing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because bodily autonomy is a huge, huge thing. And, I, and, and being able to decide what goes into your body, I think that's a, a personal freedom that I don't want to just let go mm-hmm. just because it guarantees me a great career yeah, or, or great paycheck or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's well, just, it's just yeah. a, it's a real freedom that you, you get to exercise. And even if whatever, some people may think it's stupid and that's their opinion, just like I'm entitled to my opinion, but it's, it's yeah. your choice. You get to choose what you want to do with mm-hmm. your specific body. Now, yeah. The, the, the one thing though, that's thrown in my face all the time, which, 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 which bothers me greatly is when my commander you know, is, is, is reprimanding me for, for such reasons. And, you know, she's saying like, you know, you need to care for your, for your subordinates. You need to care for your, you know, for your comrades, you need to care for your, mm-hmm. you know, for, for your airmen that, that you're oh, serving yes. with. Yep. And, and, you know, and, and to me that that's just, you know, not understanding the, the, all the facts associated with, with what's actually going on you know, what, versus vaccinated and unvaccinated, you know, that there, there's, there's plenty of different, you know, medical experts out there, you know, signaling to us, you know, that, you know, uh, the, the rates of, of transfer, you know, uh, for COVID one does not necessarily change between, if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, mm-hmm. actually, on the contrary, if you're, you know, vaccinated, you got like, you know, you got the viral load and it's like, you know, it, but, but I digress. I digress. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately it's whatever your opinion is on the, on the vaccination or whatever. Yeah. If you want to get vaccinated, go for it. Like it's your choice. If you don't want to don't, it's your choice, but it, it is unfortunate whenever it becomes a situation to where now you, you kind of, I mean, it's, it's really what happened. And I, I hate to compare this to extreme situations, but whenever you label somebody as a certain thing and you ostracize them because of that thing, that's where bad things start to happen because you, yeah. you can't over, yeah. mm-hmm. you can't put a label on somebody and say, because you're this, you can't do this. That, that's not how a free society should function. Right. Yeah. A lot of different things. Yeah, I, I, I was treated differently. And, and I want to caveat it by saying, like, my, my ex- experience is definitely not the worst I've heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I've heard podcasts, other podcasts, whatnot, with people being treated, like, like so much worse than me. Like, there, there was this, um, I think he was a Marine, and he was a Marine officer. And he was given... Not even a week, less than a week. I'm not even kidding you. To 
get off the base, move his family off the base, mm. he was given a week because he wasn't going to submit to the, the vaccine mandate. That's so crazy. stuff like that, you know, it gives you perspective and whatnot. And, and you know, I, I honestly think my direct chain of command are kind of tied. My, their hands are tied mm-hmm. because this is being pushed down from the top the, down. From, yeah. from the top down. And basically, you know, they're, they're being told, like, this is, what, what's, this is what's going to happen. And they're like, okay, well, I mean, th- this, is, this is the orders. Mm-hmm. And, and there's not much, much they can or want to do about yeah. it. Well, and ultimately, it, it comes back again to personal freedom and personal decisions. If it's important to you, you have to ultimately stand firm and do it. And while I may not agree with it, while someone else may not agree with it, while whoever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if your opinion is your opinion, at the very least, you need to stay strong to it. I've seen lots of people mm-hmm. in the NBA or whatever who said, oh, I'm not getting the vaccine. Right. And then all of a sudden, whenever they were like, okay, you're going to get fined because you're not playing your games, all of a sudden, that, that sure. was their limit. So they were, they were sure. going to do it up to the point to where they weren't going to get paid millions of dollars, which, all right, that's fine. But now <laughs> you're, you're jeopardizing your... That's their, uh, you know, uh, money over health, right? And, and yeah, I guess... I guess it to a way lesser degree that that's the same kind of mm-hmm. options that I'm, I'm being uh, told are my options mm-hmm. as well. Either sacrifice my health or sacrifice this potential, you know, career and efforts that could, yeah. could potentially be fruitful and, and so on and so forth. Well, in, in honesty, I, I think it's relatively proven. I mean, I've had COVID. I'm pretty sure you've had COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I, I think I've probably had it multiple times and it's just, yeah. run through my system and I'm, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, uh, mm-hmm. th- there's terrible cases and I think people die from diseases all the time. I think this is just a new disease and new diseases just happen. Yeah. But ultimately it's just, yeah, that, in a that's way, the fall of man. Yeah. And the way, way oversimplified, you know, version of that, right. It's people are going to get sick yeah. and then, it doesn't mean it's not bad. It doesn't mean it's not sad and terrible and yeah. we should do what we can to stop it. But I think yeah. there's a, again, there's a line between, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty yeah. relatively I, proven. The vaccine is not going to stop transmission of the disease. So if that's your argument yes, to it, that's yes. not a good argument. It, it isn't. Yeah. It's not, not factually backed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we can move away from the touchy subject. Hopefully my, mm-hmm. my video with my, my very minimal viewers doesn't get <laughs> even less viewers, which would probably be none. But uh, either way, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about young fatherhood because I am pretty much on the clock at oh, any yeah. second now. I'm going to have a, a baby. I check my phone all the time to make sure Micah doesn't he's, he's tell me coming. that uh, my baby's coming. And he's a coming. I'm excited. I'm nervous it's 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 gonna be crazy i don't really know what to expect i i know a little bit about to expect because johnny has a he's over one he's almost like yeah he's 14 he's a, he's a year and change he's four, a year and change yeah, 14 months or I whatever i don't like yeah. i, I, I yeah. don't want to be one of those guys yeah, he is he's, he's 16 months. he's 16 yeah. months he's yeah. 18 months yeah. he's, he's a year and change <laughs> yeah after, after he gets a year old you're done you don't need to say there, that anymore there you he's, go. A, he's one there you go but how, what has that been like through covid through um being in the military, do you feel like uh, it's it's hard to have a kid while being young and working and not having time in between? Like some people, mm-hmm. I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I some people, they don't want you to have kids young because they think that's going to keep you from being able to progress in your career. 
or keep you from being able to have a good relationship with your wife. And there's a lot of good reasons for it. I do think it's person by person, but what was your personal decision-making and wanting to have a baby? Well, great, great question. It's Jason. not, it's not your decision, but it's, a, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's joint. Yeah. It's a joint decision. Yeah. But no, that, that, that really is a great, great, um, question. Also, I forgot to thank you for, for having me on this podcast. Oh uh, yeah. Where, of course. Yeah. Who raised me, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways, um, no, really great question. Um, I think I think it's a shame that um, in modern society nowadays they they put uh, this this uh, negative banner across young young motherhood, young fatherhood, young parenthood in general. Mm-hmm. And I think it is. I think it does a disservice uh, to 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 our to our society at large because there is, you know, it, it's it's the point of marriage is to bear fruit. I think that that it, it, not only to bear fruit, but mm-hmm. one of the the largest facets of getting married is to bear fruit. You mm-hmm. know, and 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 that's you know I. I grew up in a big family. You grew up in a big family. Tons of cousins. Family get-togethers were awesome, crazy, beautiful, noisy. And, and I loved every... I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And, 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 and there's rare, rarely do I come across people who had big families mm-hmm. that say, oh, you know, I, I, wish, I, I wish I didn't have any siblings. I wish I didn't have... You know, I, you know like you know, I I, I rarely cro- cro- come across people with that mentality. With that mentality, and you know, I I loved having mul- like tons of siblings, tons of tons of uh, cousins that were practically siblings. You know, we we were around each other all the mm-hmm. time. Grew up together, uh, joined. You remember we we did karate together. <laughs> yeah, we did karate. <laughs> we did karate. Really <laughs> down here, like a like, two yeah. minute walk away. That's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like right, the, there. right by that subway. And then we did another one. Down in Los Angeles, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. you know, because you know, me and my brother, my biological brother, we're four years apart, and especially when you're younger, that the age gap, you know, it's uh, a bigger age gap. It, it, it's bigger when you're younger for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, having having JC, you know, th- to do stuff with and to hang out with, and and you know, I mean, which that age gap actually is way bigger than I ever thought when I was a kid. I always even the two year gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're at, I mean, you were born in 1998, right? Yes. And I was born in 2000. And I just never even considered that Johnny Boy was older than me. I always was just, oh, yeah, we're just the same age and Heck that's yeah. just what it is. Heck yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good time. I remember I would spend a lot of time at your house because your mom was just would love having me over because i'm just i'm just so you're great. just great but yeah you're, you're, <laughs> but they, you're just a joy <laughs> yeah but uh no it's because my mom didn't want me at the, her house <laughs> no. but uh no, no I, we would have in the mornings i always like going over there because every morning your mom would have oreos set out oh yeah and the bowl you know the bowls that have the straws in it yep so oreos milk and we would just grab a bunch of oreos crush them up Put them in the put them in the milk, and that was our cereal for the morning. Heck yeah! Then you drink the milk at the bottom, and that, that that was always the best. But oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. No, I I think it was it was 
it was good and bad mm-hmm. all in one yeah how has that uh i guess you're you're pretty young you're like you said 98 so you're 24 now right 24 yes yeah yeah so having a kid so young what how does that affected kind of your life and was it a bigger change that you you didn't feel ready for or what was the what was the biggest shock with that biggest shock yeah well good question honestly i i'm kind of drawing a blank i I, obviously you know i i I was not fully fully prepared for bringing bringing another you know immortal soul into this into Mm -hmm. this world Mm -hmm. it was Uh, though yeah Yeah. but i i think i think that i think that would be my point is that is that not understanding at the time that it's okay to not be 100% because you never are. You're not, you're not going to be perfect parents or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but I mean, having a support network around me is by far the, the, the best decision that I made Mm -hmm. (laughs) because, you know, when asked, where do I want to be stationed, you know, in, in the, in the air force, um, I was going to be newly married right after I commissioned. So basically I had two choices. I could get, I could get the heck out of here mm-hmm. <laughs> and, or I could, you know, request to be stationed at Curlin, which is, I mean, being, being stationed in, in, in Mexico has a stigma. Like if, if I asked for that, there's like a huge chance that I was going to be stationed here. Yeah. Cause there's not that, a lot of demand. R- yeah. Right. Exactly. So, when I requested that, it, it was it was you know a defining I think a defining moment in in that you know growth perspective because I was deciding either you know you know sow my own roots or whatnot or uh, be around you know a, a, a huge support base here with you know my mm-hmm. extended family and then also you know my her my my wife's you know family mm-hmm. and everyone like that. Um, to be to be to be here and to be grounded and to be able to draw upon you know my mom's experience her mom's experience my you know get, getting advice from my dad get, you know it, it's it it that 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 was you know at the time it was a small little decision but it it's 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 uh proved to be very very beneficial Worth it. yeah i know I know whenever you decided to choose Kirtland, I was like, what the heck are you doing? And still sometimes I still think that. But <laughs> I'm sure I, you do. I, as I get closer to having a baby, I realize and I w- see my sister who her mm-hmm. and Jack just had a baby. And I realize like, Bo, holy crap, I need, I need help because I don't, I mean, I, I just wouldn't know the first thing to do in certain situations. And I know, I know what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to call my mom and I'm going to say, <laughs> yep. hey, I need your help. Yeah. So it'll uh, and obviously technology has advanced so far that oh, yeah. you could just get them on the phone if you do decide to be out of state mm-hmm. from 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 that support network. They're it's, still there. It's super valuable though. To that point though, there's all this technology and all this stuff, but having in in person help is is very valuable. And I think it's a mm-hmm. uh, especially much, for your especially for the wife. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. I mean, they're you know, at, at, in some in some aspects before you have the baby you know you're just you're just preparing for that day mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that baby comes and I, you know my dad you know tells that story of when he brought my older sister jesslyn home 
he's like, he's like, you know, leaving the hospital and they're putting him in the car. He got Jesslyn into the car seat mm -hmm. and he's like, are they really just going to let me like walk out with <laughs> this baby? And then yeah. <laughs> they're just fine with it. Mm -hmm. You know, and cause my dad and mom were, were, were young, young yeah. parents, parents too. Pretty much and, all of our, our family yeah. was, it was what was normal to me. And, and I, I guess, I guess, you know, some of it, in, in more ways than you know, it's going to come naturally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, we grew up with, with little babies. Yeah. I, you, you know way more than you, you think you know, mm -hmm. one, for one. And then two, your wife is naturally a caregiver. Yeah. She's naturally, she's, she's equipped. God has equipped her with, with awesome and, and, and incredible um, just natural mothering tendencies. Yeah, yeah mothering tendencies that that that, will, that that if she doesn't she doesn't know about them yet she will know about them mm -hmm. you know what i mean you, you know you talk about like you know uh she's nesting you know she's getting ready for the baby because she wants everything organized mm -hmm. and she wants everything you know in its place when the baby comes so that she everything can just fall into to place you know? ready yep you know and 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 that's a constant but and then just how that's like just naturally that naturally come that, mm -hmm. that natural strength i mean there's many, many more other than that, for yeah. sure. Now, I, I know, I mean, right now we're, we're trying to move as soon as we can, we're trying to get this, this one of these houses finished. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know, Micah, it's driving her crazy that we don't have things ready or, like, super ready. I mean, we have them, like, kind of ready. Sure. And for me, I'm like, it's no big deal. Like, we'll just be in our apartment, and, like, that's, that's yeah. fine. We'll just make it work for a couple of weeks and then whatever. Yeah. But she's like, Oh no, this is not going to happen. I need to get this done. I need yeah. to whatever. And so it's, it's interesting to see yeah. that. I also seeing in my sister, I think like that natural like energy you kind of get. Cause I, obviously the first few months you're up late because mm -hmm. the baby's going to be crying on all this stuff. And right. she told me, she was like instantly, she kind of just felt this energy about her that she just didn't have before where she could sleep four or five hours mm -hmm. and be happy to wake up with Bo and, put him back to bed and whatever. And it was not as, not as big of a deal. Whereas before, if she were to wake up at any time before eight hours, she'd be groggy. She'd be upset. She'd mm -hmm. be everything, but she kind of just definitely has a more of a, I don't know. I think God just like gave her a, an so energy sense. Yeah. To yeah. deal with that. Yeah. It's awesome. Seeing, seeing all of us, you know, becoming, becoming young, young parents and whatnot, embracing, uh, because you know, in many ways it it brings it brings a joy in your life that that is just un undescribable when 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 you i mean you're going to experience this when you hold you know your son for the first time it's just it it's 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 ear it's almost it, ear, eerie is not the right word for mm -hmm. it it's like an out of out of body experience yeah. where you're like oh my goodness you know that he's here Mm -hmm. it's it's you know yeah. and then and 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 discouraging that to put it off right to put it off i i, I think i think does a disservice because the mindset shouldn't be oh go experience these things before you have kids well why not you know provide means and and and, and figure out a way to to, to experience this with and bring them with mm -hmm. you on all these experiences and, 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 and your journey, you know, because they're, they're a crucial part of it. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I just think, I think, you know, bringing immortal souls into this world should be more 
suppressing than than your personal experiences without them. Mm-hmm. I, that that's that's yeah. my take on it. And I I think to that and something I've been kind of thinking about a lot is not necessarily how I'm going to raise my son because I mean I do think about that, but obviously the first like, maybe three years you're just trying to keep them alive. You can't really like, <laughs> instill values into them, but. I, I do think, and I, I was listening to this podcast by Nick Bear, and he was kind of talking about he he did. Oh, Nick Bear! Of, I love Nick Bear. Yeah, he did kind of wait, and I think he just like waited. It was just naturally how how his life mm-hmm. kind of stacked up. He didn't specifically want to wait or anything like that. But what I've been thinking is, I personally, I I was always led, and my dad always taught me through leading by example rarely ever did my dad sit me down and I, as much as I sometimes wish he did, mm-hmm. but I realize now and it always, I always re- remember like, Oh, that it is always better to learn through example and to see, like I would always see my dad working literally no matter what. I've never seen my dad unless Having he's asleep, day. sit and do nothing. I've that, never seen it to this day. Wow. I don't ever see it. That's crazy. And I mean, he does, he does rest and he does the sure. stuff, but he, always and it's probably just his natural thing but and i'm sure he did it on purpose too but i always saw him working Mm -hmm. and i know for my son i always want him to know that i'm working and i want to show that example as much as even i think there's a balance between kind of being that like stay-at-home dad i'm always with your my kids and all that stuff i think you need to spend time with your kids and i think that's important Mm -hmm. again i'm not even a dad yet so i'm I'm, this is all coming out of my butt (laughs) but i i do think it's important for a dad mm-hmm. and from what I've seen to be, be the breadwinner and go get that bacon and yeah. show, show through example, show especially winning, to your son, yeah, show what winning looks like. Yeah. yeah. To show, show that and be that more so than just say, Oh yeah, do, do this. And this is what I did back in my day. Mm-hmm. I know right now I'm mm-hmm. 22. I have energy, lots of, lots of energy right now, more than I know I'm going to have when I'm 40. Mm-hmm. I think if I have my kids, whatever, 20 years, I want them to see me in this grind phase that I call in my life where mm-hmm. I'm going hard. And yes, maybe that means a little less time with them, but I think they're going to appreciate that in seeing that I'm actually going to grow them to be absolutely good people rather than, I, I think I, if I, they just saw me at home all the time doing nothing because that's what I set my life up to do. I think that's what they would do. And I think that's how you get a lot of these, like the rich kid syndrome where they, mm-hmm. There's all these rich kids that are completely wasting all this potential because yeah. they only see no, yeah, a certain I, version of things. Yeah. Yeah, there there's there's a lot of truth to what you're saying, you know. And then, you know, on on the flip side, it it is important for the man to be present in the mm-hmm. home. And yeah. that doesn't mean because here's the thing. You you got to strike a balance here. Like yep. you totally. You have you have to have priorities, right? You got to be the prophet, priest, provider, and protector of your home. Now, provider and protector of your home means that you got to go out and you got to go bring that bring that bacon home. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's very you know I know very few people that that are in the position of their lives at an early age, at the, you know more so at at an early age mm-hmm. to be able to be at home and be bringing home that bacon you know, providing for their family while they're, while they're, while they're home. And that mean that not to mean that, 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 that isn't possible. And that's actually what I'm working towards. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you, you don't want to be, 
you know, family adverse, mm-hmm. meaning like you're, you're not, you're, you're staying away from your family all hours of the night and yeah. you're not coming home and whatnot. And, and one of the things that I'm trying to work on is, is to set up a, a family worship time with my family, going through, going to the word, uh, reading scripture, maybe mm. even doing some catechism. No, I'm not Catholic, yeah. but no, like, like, like teaching, you know, basic truths about God, about bi- the Bible, about humanity to, you know, your family, my family is, is that part of being the, the priest of your family, right? Mm-hmm. The, the four P's, if, if you don't know, come from uh, a book called Family Driven Faith by, by Vody Bakum. And it's a great book. And um, I think every man should read it. And, and um, actually, sorry, he, he wrote, he wrote two books. Family Driven Faith is good. Is a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. But um, the one I'm referring to is, is what he must be before he marries my daughter. And I read that a few times. Uh, my dad made me read that a few yeah. times. He made me read it too. He made, <laughs> yeah. he made you read it. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, you know, the prophet peace provider protect provider, the four P's mm-hmm. and, and you know, you, you got to strike a balance. You got, you, you, but you can't be you, you can't be so tied, you know, to the home to where you're dependent on it. If if that, yep. that that makes sense. You gotta be able to go out, you gotta be be able to go out there and 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 use your your physicality or use your, your mentality, uh, you know, your smarts and, and or or your body to make to make you know, be the breadwinner. Yeah. And I think that is something that is also not really pushed in our culture. We kind of stay away from that because we kind of shy away from men and women's roles, mm-hmm. and as a society at large, yeah. we, we do. I, I, and and men were created by God and equipped with certain attributes to be able to to perform these functions mm-hmm. and to perform these functions. You know. Uh, to perform these functions, and then women, on the hand, on the hand, are equipped with with other attributes and whatnot to be able to to to, to perform their their role beautifully, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that's how God set it up in 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 this you know beautiful dichotomy where 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 um you know men and, and men have this role, women have this role, and not only did God tell us these roles in Scripture, but He also equipped us. Like physically and and mentally and spiritually for with these roles, for yeah. these, yeah. yeah. I think it's a. I mean, that's a, a huge attack on the family and the the family dynamic is removing gender roles, and I think that kind of yes accelerated and makes that uh, not, yeah not even be able to to have a definition of a woman yeah is is crazy, and that's a whole whole another conversation, and I think sure we we could have that. At, another time there's another podcast yeah there's right another there. podcast yeah but i uh i i think it's important to to know and i think it actually provides more value to you to know that you do have a role in this and it's not just well whatever we both we both just kind of do things and each family has their own dynamic i know i'm going to do things a little bit differently than johnny and kimmy do it because mike and i have a different dynamic than johnny and kimmy mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like our ultimate roles are being filled differently maybe i don't know who, who who knows the differences between everything. There's always going to be small differences between. And, uh, and di- you know, in different, you know, positions in life, you yeah. know, like, like, yeah, like absolutely. There, there, the, 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 there's always, you know, 
a playing field like like there's there's there's, there, there's options mm-hmm. you know you can you can fulfill your role mm-hmm. in a way that i can't i can't fulfill my role or i've i've you know want to fill my role in this way yep of course like 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 ver, like uh, a simple example would be entrepreneurship versus um getting a job mm-hmm. getting a nine to five um both you're providing for your yeah. family um, it, it, depending on if your if your entrepreneurship um, is endeavors are, yeah. <laughs> are are making money, yeah. Uh, but basically, um, those are two different, very different ways uh, to provide for your family. But you're still fulfilling that 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 role. Yeah. And and I think it's a ultimately family has to be number one in that, and to focus on just whatever balance works for you and your mm-hmm. wife and your kid, and knowing that like ultimately. If what works for him doesn't work for me or whatever, I can't be upset with Johnny Boy because he doesn't do the things the way I want him to be done. It's just the way that works for him. And everybody can grow and get better. Nobody's doing anything perfect. I think that's just true true of all things. So either way, I I think we, we've been going quite a bit. I think we can wrap this up. But uh yeah, thanks for thanks for being on. I I, I don't Definitely. know a, a good a good way to end this, but ultimately, thanks for how about how about for being my, on. my favorite Bible verse? Oh yeah, favorite Bible verse. Yeah, you, Johnny. Asked, you asked me this before. I like, did. Yes, I totally forgot. But I I'm not going to give you my favorite Bible verse, but I think your audience deserves to know what twelve eleven culture stands for. Yes, Hebrews twelve eleven. Yep. That was the first question that Johnny Boy asked me whenever I put my first one out. Yeah. I said, what does 1211 mean? And that's I kind of the purpose of why I, I named it 1211 Culture. But yeah, I, I, think, I think this whole you know, um, idea of a podcast is, is, is really cool because um, I, think, I think it's a, a gap in, in this uh, whole podcast universe mm-hmm. is, is you know, Christians um, in business. Christians in business, mm-hmm. you know, doing business like a Christian should, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you no, know, I think this this verse is 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 a great verse. Dan on is Hebrews uh, twelve eleven, which is for the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Yep, and I that's been my pretty much my favorite verse since I was a kid. Uh, and I I think primarily my dad he always tried to instill discipline, and it's something that I I focus a lot on and. I, I really like that verse. I think it provides value in all aspects of life, whether it's business, whether it's family, whether it's mm-hmm. your diet, whether it's mm-hmm. your podcasting, whatever it is, discipline ultimately is going to provide the freedom at Jocko Willink. To, yeah, uh, consistency, mm-hmm. consistently being disciplined. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on. Oh, Appreciate it. Thanks for having me yep. on. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe and rate and do all the things and share to your friends. Do it. Do it.